0: The biggest stories from the pages of the London Free Press and LFPress.com. This is the London Free Press Podcast with your host, Lindsay Barnett.
1: Welcome back to the London Free Press podcast. Thank you once again for taking time, being here, whether you're listening or watching. We, we really, really appreciate it. It's been another busy, interesting week in the city of London, and I'm really excited to catch up. It's been a little bit since I've spoken to London Free Press City Hall reporter Megan Stacey. Megan, how are you today? I'm doing
0: well. Thanks for having me, Lenz.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. Um, you have a story right now in the pages of the London Free Press and over at LFPress.com that I was like wow had i not read your story i don't know that i would have known what the city's been up to and i like to think i'm pretty informed i stay in touch with what's going on especially at city hall there's an ambassador program happening right now now granted i will say i have a baby so i'm not getting out as much as i once was uh but if you've been downtown at all you might have seen people in lime green shirts with an eye on the back there's 16 in total 12 full-time four part-time and They're literally there just to be eyes and if you have a question. And I thought, this is brilliant. Why? Like, where did this come from, Megan? This is not new per se. It's been going on for a couple of months. What's been happening?
0: Absolutely. It was really interesting to, uh, we caught up with one of the ambassadors, Colton, Um, but you're right, Lindsay, it's been going on since uh, November, December. So this downtown ambassador program um, is part of the core area action plan that city council approved. So there's a whole bunch of elements to that plan, you know, everything from uh, security grants to what's the city hall calls uh, coordinated and informed response, which is like bylaw and um, social service response to try and help people who are struggling downtown deal with challenges like that. Uh, so there's all kinds of different elements. It's about bringing people back to the downtown. It's about helping businesses, you know, that are, are really some of them in the fight for their lives down there. Right. Um, and, you know, kind of Bringing back some vibrancy to the core. So this is a big project. It was really uh, the, some of the elements were really controversial too, including this ambassador program. And you know, it's it's a pretty big ticket item too. So last year, City Hall spent about five million dollars on this core area action plan. Um, so there's a lot of different targets. Like we're talking hundreds of different pieces when you look at all the different metrics and programs. But the ambassador program is one piece. So it's about $825,000 a year. And as you say, you've got these feet on the street. You've got people roving in Old East Village, up Richmond Row, and right in that downtown core, you know, along Dundas Place there, um, you know, really trying to tackle challenges and and, um, provide information to visitors, Londoners, anybody who's coming downtown. So it's really interesting uh, to see, you know, how that's playing out and, and if people are using it.
1: You wrote something that was so eye-catching to me. Colton is on his third pair of shoes. Now, when we talk about these ambassadors, and that's just since November of last year, uh, when we talk about these ambassadors, they are working all kinds of crazy hours. Like, they're working a lot, and that's a lot of mileage that they're clocking.
0: You know, I asked Colton about that just because I I thought it was interesting, right? I mean, you've got ambassadors on the street from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., six days a week. Sunday, it's slightly shorter hours. I think we're talking 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. So you th- and you think of the geographic area that they're walking, you know, all the way down to like Re- Rectory Street near Western Fair, um, all along Dundas and then up Richmond Row. It's a pretty significant area to cover on foot when you're talking about 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., right? So obviously that's a couple of shifts in there. But I asked Colton like, man, you're walking a lot. <laughs> What's the footwear situation, right? But I thought that gives you a sense to of, you know, just how much these ambassadors really are, the eyes on the street, the feet on the street. um, They're really down there. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. Colton uh, said something that I don't know I've heard anybody else say in quite some time, and that's that he sees an improvement downtown. Uh, You know, he's there many days a week, walking, seeing pretty much everything that's happening. And he said he really thinks, you know, you might be turning that corner. So obviously, we've got a lot of issues downtown. I don't think anyone in London would deny that. You know, you look at something like the London Police Annual Report and you can see the numbers, right? The time, um, the energy, like the the resources that are being spent downtown to deal with everything from petty crime to homelessness to, um, you know, struggles. There's a lot of, of things that need addressing and kind of hanging in the balance here is thousands of office workers that still haven't returned, right? Some people may be back to work, but this pandemic switch to remote work has really, really hollowed out the downtown. So, um, you know, Colton, I think he, he might be alone in thinking, you know, that we're, we're turning the corner. But on the other hand, you've got lots of summer festivals and summer events returning to downtown in a way that we really haven't seen since before COVID. So I think that's going to be a really important um, metric for us to look at: how many people go out to Sunfest this coming weekend, right? How many people are at Home County at Ribfest? We've had um, the International Food Fest, I think, and a Children's Festival back back to Victoria Park. So there's certainly some things that would would pull a Londoner back to the core. But you know, are are we really seeing major improvement and a major difference compared to six months ago? I don't know
1: it's hard to gauge also because weather plays a factor right i was downtown i don't know i guess it was six weeks ago Whatever poutine feast was happening um and sunfest had some live performances on dundas they had closed it down the flex portion and that was really cool and that was the first time i kind of had a sense downtown that okay yeah restrictions are lifting people are going back out and there was a lot of foot traffic. Now, the cool thing about this ambassador program, and we're going to talk about the controversial side of it in just a bit, but the cool thing about it is they are there to aid in anything that you may need. So if you have a question, if you're wondering, they'll talk about upcoming events, but they also have a unique piece where they are keeping their eyes peeled to crime and alerting officers not to intervene, but to just kind of keep an eye on things. And I thought when I read that, wow, like there really are more eyes on the street at this point. Did Colton talk about that at all and how things have been going with respect to that?
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, Lindsay. And that's one thing I asked him, right? Like, what do you hear from people who are coming to you or or coming back to the downtown? And Colton told me that, you know, Uh, folks who have engaged with them are really thankful for the the service that you know that option is there that they can connect with somebody and i think you know you talked about the uniforms it is really a distinct thing it's not like you have to hunt for downtown london office to go find a map or something you're pretty sure this person with the green vest and the eye on it can help you out right you can go ask them anything you want Uh, and so colton said especially women um and girls who may be walking alone downtown have really expressed um, some gratitude and, and a thankfulness that this program is running. So I thought that was a really interesting point. Um, but you know what, you're right, Lindsay. I mean, one of the big elements downtown, at least based on what you hear from council and people who operate services downtown is this idea and feeling of safety, right? That people don't want to go downtown if they don't feel they can be safe. They're not going to want to bring their families downtown um, if that's not the case. And so sometimes, you know, reality versus the feeling of safety those can be different things but Really, there's an effort here to say there are lots of people around to help you no matter what the problem is. And Colton really made a real effort um, to talk about that, too. You know, he said whether we're engaging with visitors or, uh, you know, with somebody living on the street, we want everybody to feel welcome downtown. So I think that's kind of an interesting element, too. And we've got other city programs. There's it's a complex situation, right? There are lots of factors um, that you know, go into do you have an awesome, vibrant, thriving downtown, Um, and obviously our social challenges are not going anywhere, that's not something you can fix really quickly, Uh, but I also think, um, you know, from a community perspective, from a Londoner's perspective, sometimes what I think one of the frustrating pieces is you hear city council, you know, they've got this plan or that plan. They've got, you know, this new round table to discuss the problem, or they've got this core area action plan with hundreds of pieces. And you kind of think, I just want you to do something downtown, right? Like create some fixes. And so I think sometimes it's good to talk about the nitty gritty, some of these smaller projects, because it gives you a sense of Okay, five million dollars on the core area action plan. Like, what are you really doing? Well, one of the um, one of the avenues is the ambassador plan. Another thing is something I just looked up the enhancements that council just approved, so I could uh, remind us of them. Funding for two extra bylaw officers, hundred um, K, an additional hundred K for grants for security equipment, like gates for merchants downtown, another hundred K for a lunch card program. That was another controversial one for office workers returning to get them back out to local eateries. So I just mentioned those as examples because sometimes I think it's hard to think about all these different projects council and city hall is working on to improve the downtown. Like we all know there's an issue, but what does it really involve, right? So these are some of the things that are in the works or, or that uh, London is trying right now.
1: You're so right, Meg, we hear these mammoth dollar amounts like five mil, and that's a lot of money to say a single person, but it's not a lot of money when it comes to correcting major issues that the city has been dealing with pre-pandemic. So it is important to note that at least something is happening. I wanna get into the controversialness of this a little bit though. Councillor Stephen Turner made a comment like, okay, great, but like, how much are they actually doing? What kind of impact is this actually having downtown? And I will say, you hear $825,000, that's that's a decent amount of money and you think, okay, but how much is happening with this program? How much benefit are we seeing?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you know, I think it's pretty difficult to say right now. I mean, if you work downtown or you live downtown, um, Please email me. Right. Maybe you're going to say maybe these people are going to say, Megan doesn't know what she's talking about. We know there's a difference or we know there isn't a difference. But as I said, I think, you know, we're kind of in that period of trying things out. And the ward councillor, uh, counselor John Fife Miller, talks about this a lot. Uh, you know, when I ask him about downtown plans and downtown spending, he says, we are going to have to try a lot of different things and they're not all going to work but we got to put the money and the effort in and we got to be willing to change course if something isn't working. Um, But, you know, we got to try everything we can because like the downtown is crucial and, you know, we only have so many options here. Right. So the ambassador program, I, I, there's going to be a major debate I am predicting around this at the next next budget time, um, which will come up in about a year. But, um, you know, that 2024 to 2027 multi-year budget, when they're going to be looking at the core area action plan and what has it really accomplished, you know, those words of Stephen Turner, it'll be a new council by then, but those words of Councillor Turner might, might echo, right? Like, what is the ambassador program really accomplishing? And I will say, for whatever reason, this is the program that draws criticism, like, a council is just is not sure about this. I will say that. So it was a couple of weeks ago, and they were debating. Um, about a million dollars of enhancements to the core area action plan. So what can we do immediately this summer to kind of expand some of these pieces to really um, set the right tone was a phrase tossed around, I think by the city city engineer, you know, lots of people are going to be coming back or, or at least thinking about coming back to the downtown for summer events. And we've got this one shot to get them back, to give them a good experience. That was kind of the, the conversation uh, in council chambers. And so the ambassador program wasn't even one of these programs up for more money. It wasn't on the table for an enhancement. City staff suggests, you know, a measuring and reviewing the program that we've got first before you go any further with it. And yet the ambassador program dominated the debate all of these counselors were weighing in on is this a good idea is it really working you know stories about oh well i've seen ambassadors not intervening when they needed to and turner's comment that you already mentioned about you know okay they might be going to events but are they making change so i thought that was really interesting it says a lot about what council's thinking about this particular element of the program you know, when they're kind of crapping all over it, and it wasn't even on the table for more money. So you might see other pieces of the core area action plan, um, you know, get the axe, like uh, I'm not suggesting the ambassador program necessarily, but this lunch card program, right? Uh, One of the counselors said, if we're going to be giving anybody free lunch, it should probably be homeless folks, like not office workers who can afford to buy their own lunch right so i'm predicting a pretty good debate when the core area action plan next comes up but i also do think about uh, what counselor uh, fife miller says a lot right you know we, we've got to try some things we've got to get some things rolling and see what works
1: I think that's exactly it. And that's very much my stance. You don't know unless you try. And at least there is something happening. I think back 10 years ago when I first moved to the city and uh, I was, I was a reporter at the time and going around trying to find certain businesses and just getting so turned around, not being a local. And it would have been so beneficial as a young 20 something woman to see somebody in a shirt and say, Hey, uh, can you point me in the direction of whatever building. Um, So I'm all about at least something is happening right now, but I look forward to uh, the debate and I completely agree with you, Meg. I think it's going to be kind of all eyes on what's happening. Uh, Meg, want to thank you so much for your time today and this story. It is so important and I appreciate getting into the nitty gritty of things because people need to know what's going on with our taxpayer dollars. So thank you for your attention to detail on this.
0: Oh, no problem. You know, core Area Action Plan is not a super catchy name. Sometimes we got to talk about what it actually means, right? So pleasure to do that with you, Lindsay. Thank you.
1: Thanks so much, Meg. And if you're enjoying this and you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. We are streaming every Thursday on all major podcasting platforms. We'll be back again next Thursday with another edition of the London Free Press Podcast. Until then, stay well.